Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steeler crazy, Steeler nation, it's not goodbye because OTAs, the draft, and off-seasons here. And over at the sick podcast, Steeler crazy, I'm JY, this is Michael Nicastro. We got Steeler coverage all year. So let's break down the 2022 season right now on the sick podcast, Steelers crazy. Sammy. Run it. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast. Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith Shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. What's up? What's up? Yeah, we're back as always for our Tuesday show. So the Steelers um, got the victory against the Browns, but unfortunately, Joe Flacco cannot help us out, which we didn't help out ourselves because we lost to both of those teams earlier in the year. Um, What was just your immediate reaction? Uh, Obviously, it, it never, it never, never gets old beating the Browns. Um, uh, real quick to our friend Josh Yoey, who uh, covers the Penguins. Uh, I, I didn't realize Jim Brown when I looked at his Wikipedia when when he, I, I seen a tweet that he did. Man, I, I just I was just I thought that their franchise couldn't get any worse. And I, you know, right. I seen that right before. And I'm like, man, here we are. Um, just 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 man, I, I'll let I'll let I'll leave that to the viewers to check out. Yeah, we love Josh Yoey. Great guy. He's been on the yeah. podcast a few times. Penguins guy, but he loves all sports around the Berg. That's for sure, man. My immediate reaction, good question. My immediate reaction was gut punch. Even though they won, I felt like shit. And that's a weird yeah. vibe, no question about it, around the Steelers. Mostly because you want the season to continue. We want to jump on here every Tuesday and Thursday and talk about the next game. Right, You only have 17 of those opportunities throughout the season. So I want to make that 18 and 19 and 20. So my first reaction was sad. But then I remember that old Dr. Seuss quote. That's one of my favorite quotes. I brought it up on this show before. Don't be sad. It's over. Be happy. It happened. And I immediately gave some takeaways on the season, some of my thoughts, uh, to try and mask the fact that I was bummed about the fact they're not going to make the playoffs because of stupid Joe Flacco. Sorry, I shouldn't say stupid Joe Flacco. He's a good guy. His stupid play 
on on Sunday. Uh, Probably the most Dolphins. overrated quarterback of all time after that Super Bowl and, and got that contract. But yeah, go ahead. Magical Super Bowl. I think Anquan Bolden won it for him that year, by the way. That's another topic for another yeah. day. Same catches and the Denver defense blew it. I'll never forget that. <laughs> anyway, like you said earlier, it's not the Jets' fault, the Dolphins' fault. But at the end of the day, if you would have told me before the season that the Steelers with a rookie quarterback, rookie quarterback already implies to a degree it's a rebuilding year. How many teams with a rookie quarterback have advanced to a Super Bowl? Zero in the history of the NFL, mm-hmm. right? That to me implies rebuilding year, especially when he's picked number 20 and not picked number one. You would have told me the Steelers are going to go most of the season with a rookie quarterback. TJ Watt, the best player on your team, not arguable, not up for debate. He won defensive MVP last season. Could have been the MVP of the entire league. Was that damn good. Would miss a handful of games. You would be at one point three and seven, and you would just be a Jets field goal away from making the playoffs. I mean, come on. That's a success. Nine and eight. Of course, we'll talk about the standard as the standard and Mike Tomlin and the you know polarizing regard to people who are talking about him right now but nine and eight considering all those factors just barely missed the playoffs you're on the Mm -hmm. end of the year Jordan for me that's a successful season I don't know about you yeah I mean again I'm I'm gonna have to agree with you here and and I I posted something right after ESPN um talked about you know Tomlin streak and everything and just to kind of evaluate Mike Tomlin's coaching job I think that you tweeted it earlier in this week has there ever been um someone that won the Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback nope nope I just mentioned it never no nobody's advanced to a Super Bowl nobody has been in a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback yeah so what do you want what are your expectations you start the season two and six I think they started off playing conservative because Mitch was kind of playing not to lose his job and then Kenny got in there battled the concussions you lose TJ Watt um probably the best defensive player in the league um so, you know, you go through these rough patches, injuries, Minka was injured, offensive line is young and, and, and was new. Um, yeah. This is the NFL. Um, it, you're not just going to like go out. This isn't like junior high school where you're just going to go out there and beat teams, you know, 78, nothing because you have a quarterback that can, you know, run for, you know, 300 yards and pass for 300 yards. Um, I think that, you know, I always tell everyone, you know, I'm a I'm a critic of Tomlin and no one is saying that the playoff the standard is the standard but like when you compare his resume to any other coach and I and I googled it and researched it before this episode he, he's a top 5 coach. I mean you have to put him up there with the Bill Belichicks with, yep. with Andy everyone Reed. Andy Reid every every I mean, it's just like people. So what do you want him to do? Like lose in the regular season and just, and then just that that's the standard. Like, obviously it's tough to win in the playoffs. It's not, there's no teams that have 14 playoff trophies um, or uh, Super Bowl trophies. So what is like, these people just like to just, well, this is, this is the standard. Well, the standard is we want to win games and it's tough to win Super Bowls and he won a Super Bowl. And I'm sure now I would say in the next five years that there's another Super Bowl coming to Pittsburgh. There are two standards. This is how I'm going to try and break this down because I was thinking about this a lot and I can definitely see both sides to a degree, but there are two standards, right? And they're, they're relative. The first standard is the Pittsburgh standard, right? I get that in and around the city, 
of Pittsburgh. It's Super Bowl or bust, right? We hate you if you don't win a Super Bowl. You don't win playoff games. You're a bad coach. You're an underachiever. You consistently are mediocre, right? And listen, like with a franchise that has had success in the past, I understand because you want that success. You crave that success. So you're going to be hard on somebody who has succeeded before. That's one standard. Then there's the NFL standard and what's real, right? Which is the fact that, like you said, teams are not winning Super Bowls every single year. The Patriots, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, ruined fandom to a degree in the NFL because now every single fan thinks if you don't win six Super Bowls that you're a bad coach or a bad quarterback or a bad team. And the NFL standard, right, is far different. The entire league outside of Pittsburgh, PA, 412-724, maybe even Morgantown, West Virginia, shout them out, thinks Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches, not just in football now, but in football history. If he retired today, he would be a Hall of Fame coach. I don't have a vote. You don't have a Easily. vote. But the, but the people who have a vote say Not yet. Not yet. Dream big. Coach. Dream big, young man. His career's not over. He has as many Super Bowls as Andy Reid, as John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, more than a bunch of other guys who people bring up in the mm -hmm. uh, you know circles, of course, in the NFL. Listen, he's still got a long way to go as well, as, as I just said. Yeah. I don't want to make any excuses for him. This year was a success. I think last year was a success with an aging Ben Roethlisberger getting in the playoffs. But I think the three or four years before that, you could absolutely chalk up to a failure. I do. I mean, look at look at what he did with our friend Duck. I mean, you you put outside you of give, the Duck here. Yeah, <laughs> you give him anyone, and he and he's gonna and he's gonna make it happen. He's just he's just a, a football minded coach. Very just. He knows how to get players going, and every that's like the thing I remember. Like when AB and and uh, Le'Veon Bell, the ki killer bees, were here, and people, it's it's hard to control a locker room. Like from the outside looking in, people can be like, "Oh yeah, like football, like you just gotta." Dude, do you realize that these are adults that make millions of dollars? That some can be divas, like. Every, it, it there's so much more that goes into being a coach than just actually coaching. Like it, it's, yeah. there's a reason why he gets paid what he does because there's 32, 31 other guys that do it and 32, including him. And, and that's, that's just, that's just the facts of it. So Mike let's let go tomorrow by the Steelers. Yeah, there'll be, I think 29 teams who wanted to, would want to replace or fire their head coach to pick him up outside of maybe, like we said before, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick throwing like a Kyle Shanahan there as well. It's just different, man. Like, yeah, of course, Bob in Wilkinsburg thinks Mike Tomlin sucks every single time. But if you look at the national media, if you look at Hall of Fame voters, if yeah. you ask every coach in the league, every player in the league, everybody you know anything about football to analyze this league, they'll tell you Mike Tomlin is a excellent, not a good, right? Not a mediocre like Top people five. do. Excellent head coach. I don't doubt that there could be another Super Bowl in his future. And if there is, then you're talking about putting him in the greats of all time. There's 26 Hall of Fame coaches right now in the entire history of the NFL. Mm -hmm. to be in that category and then be a, a bad coach, you'd be the first, congrats, like the first ever bad coach who's a Hall of Famer just happens to be Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. What a strange coincidence.
And before we transition to the next topic, this is the one thing that I wanted to say. It's okay to criticize him because I do for the playoff. I think, what, three yeah. and six um, overall. Um, but, dude, like the track record just speaks for itself. The dude is is a top five coach, and I know I keep repeating that, but th- that's just get that into your guys' head. Um, he's a top five coach. If, like you said, he 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 could go anywhere and coach, and people and people would pay him. They they'd hand him a blank check and say, "Here you go." People will find an excuse for anything if they're not winning in the regular season. Yeah, people just know, like to complain. With a rookie quarterback, people are going to say, yeah. "Oh, he sucks." If they're not winning a Super Bowl and winning playoff games, people are going to say, "Oh, he needs to win a Super Bowl." They're not winning playoff games. They're going to point to the fact, oh, he only wins in the regular season. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. I think everybody – people wanted Cower fired for a number of years. I remember that before yeah. he wanted ball. I'm sure people in the 70s wanted Chuck Noll fired. It's it's you sit around the table and you eat some uh, pasta with your family on Sunday and you hate on Mike Tomlin. That's just kind of what Pittsburgh is and what Pittsburgh does. But anybody outside that knows football and that understands what he's done would – look at you and call you an idiot. Yeah. So, so let's talk about uh, another, uh, the offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Um, here's my take on it and I'll get yours. Cause mine's just short and sweet. Um, yeah, he, he, he progressed, but is that what we strive for? I mean, the Steelers, the Steelers offense definitely got the running game going. You know, Kenny Pickett stopped turning over the ball. But I think that that's more of uh, Kenny Pickett's doing. Yeah. If, I think if you remember in the Raiders game, as he said, I can't hear you. And then you know what came after that. Um, so I, I just I still just just looking at Matt Canada's resume again, I. I just don't think that he's offensive coordinator in the NFL. Um, I'm sick of seeing the jet sweeps. I'm sick of sa- seeing the same three plays, and and I think everyone is. And I, I just I know that he has another year left on his contract. And uh, from from the insiders uh, here in Pittsburgh, I, I feel that he is going to be back. But I just I just think it's I just think it's time to can him and and start fresh. And uh, that's just my personal take on it. I think if you don't fire Matt Canada, you're delaying the inevitable. At some point, he's not going to be the offensive coordinator to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think whether that's four games in the next season, eight games in the next season, or even 2024, mm-hmm. why not get it over with sooner rather than later? Yeah, you have he's a not in your future. He's not the future, right? So just get it over with. It's like some of these teams to me – that hold on to these quarterbacks that know he's never going to win them a Super Bowl and they're going to get rid of them anyway. What is the point of giving these guys fourth and fifth chances, right? Like the Bengals with Andy Dalton when they did that for a handful of years. And just you, like we said before, Matt Canada was a product of a ton of criticism for the first 10 weeks of the season, right? If Kenny Pickett continues to turn the ball over and the Steelers don't go seven and two down the stretch, He's probably already out the door, out of the building and, and you know, looking for another job somewhere. I think this offseason, I'll disagree with the insiders. I do think he'll get fired. I don't think he'll be back. I think the Steelers will do it gracefully. That's always what they do. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even We, re- we relieved him. We relieved Matt Canada. Yeah. I'm waiting for Ian Rapp if, Rapp if to they, tweet that out. It'll be a celebration. I wouldn't be shocked if they kept him on staff somehow. I really wouldn't. I know it sounds crazy. Like nobody demotion. Yeah. Water boy, maybe. Uh, or, or yeah, maybe, maybe put him, 
uh, right next to uh, Mike Tomlin so he could be the challenge coordinator because Mike Tomlin yeah. cannot seem to get a challenge. Right. So, uh, but that rarely ever happens. Like your guy gets fired and, of course, you, you hold a lot of disdain and you're pissed and you're holding a grudge and you're like, I'm going to get a job somewhere else. But it's one of those rare positions where I don't know if another team would hire him as an offensive coordinator. And if you already have this relationship with Kenny Pickett and the Steelers organization and the city of Pittsburgh, maybe you stay on as a special assistant to the offense, right? Or a assistant to Mike Tomlin. There's always these fancy, creative, random titles made. Like I'll point to Brian Flores, special assistant to the defense's past season. Yeah, maybe well, that's the next else. thing that I wanted to talk about. I, I seen that the Browns uh, requested an interview. Is that something that we should be scared of? Um, I mean, uh, dude is just again he should be a head coach in this league you know it's sad what happened to him in Miami and it was you know great to have him on the staff this year I just hope you know I, I do hope that you know if he did go somewhere it just wouldn't be uh in the Cleveland. AFC North or Cleveland yeah. of all places you can never blame a guy for taking a pay raise a promotion anywhere wherever it may be the Steelers have to grant the interview you can't hold a guy hostage like that's that is a really effed up thing to do to a human being in any line of work. Uh, the goal was for him to come to Pittsburgh, regain some footing, you know, kind of get his name back in the good graces, if you will, of the NFL. I think he's done that. I think he's going to get a job. I don't think it's going to be with the Cleveland Browns because I think he might get hired as a head coach somewhere, uh, which tells me that probably not going to be in the AFC North. But I would not be shocked if a team, one of these teams that buyers their head coaches, picks he up Ryan Flores. Houston Texans is an example right there. Mm -hmm. All right. You are watching the Steelers Crazy Sick podcast. Make sure we are on YouTube, but we are also on all the major streaming outlets wherever you get and listen to your podcast as well as on Facebook. Just check us out down there. It's like the ESPN bottom line, but it's the sick the bottom ticker. line. Love the ticker. ticker. Yeah, so um, we're going to do the Steeler superlatives. Um, let's start with the team MVP. Team MVP. I'm going to switch this up just okay. for, you know, why not? Devil's advocate's sake. Minka Fitzpatrick won for the Steelers, but I'm going to give it to Alex Highsmith. I was thinking the same thing. He joined us earlier this year on the Chris Wormley and Friends show, so already gets a, a gold star. And I that. hope he gets a big contract. He deserves it. He was phenomenal this season, especially we've always talked about, you know, oh, every pass rusher on the Steelers that has played with TJ Watt or James Harrison has been so much better and been elevated because of them, solely because of them. Uh, TJ Watt goes out and gets injured and you expect his production to drop off, but he was still damn good, even when he was the focus for opposing offensive coordinators. So I give him team MVP this season. I can't remember how many sacks he finished with. 12 and a half right around there or something snub for the pro bowl. Absolutely ridiculously stupid, but shout out Alex Highsmith, my team MVP. All right. I would agree with you on there. Cause that's who I was going to say rookie of the year. I am going to go. Well, Kenny Pickett and George Pickens, but I'm just going to uh, single out George Pickens for this one because I think the guy, you know, the the ACL is why he kind of dropped uh, the injury in the draft. Um, I remember that there was, you know, some local guys, Sky Moore, that wanted to get the Steelers, and it, it's it's nothing against him, man. But George Pickens is literally on another level. I believe in 2023 he'll be a top five, top top 10 wide receiver. Um, the dude is just a specimen. I mean, you put the ball, you know, you can put it 
anywhere and he's at least going to give you, you know, a chance to, you know, make that play and get that first down touchdown, whatever it is. Uh, it, it's just literally been amazing watching him like as is a spectator. I'm going George Pickens one, Kenny Pickett two. Keep it short and sweet. Honorable mention. Shout out Connor Hayward. I would. Yeah. Shout dude. him out. Why not? Like, Our tight for, end, man. Zach Gentry, Muth. Uh, hopefully he heals up, man. This is tight end you over here. Good for good for him. Straight up. Like Connor Hayward balling out. I did not see that coming in year one. Did not think he'd make an impact, but some big plays this season. All right. Most improved. Yeah. You know what? I think it's Alex Highsmith again. I'll throw some other guys out there just because. Um, Pat Fryermuth, people already have pegged him as a top tight end. Is yeah, I mean, he's in. But he, he elevated his game to another level. I think he was top five in all major tight end categories this year, especially the advanced metrics. Um, and then I'm just going to say a few of the Steelers' offensive linemen Definitely outperformed expectations. I think Chooks was okay on the right side. You didn't hear his name much, which means uh, that he was good. Because when you hear people talking about offensive linemen, they're generally uh, having a, a bad season. Uh, I'll also say, let me give you one more. Uh, I will go, I'm not going to say Terrell Edmonds, actually. I think he's been under the radar sneaky. I'll, go, I'll throw Presley Harbin out there. I think he stunk last year, and I think he was a lot better this year. Yeah. All right. So most disappointing. I think everyone knows, uh, you know, what this is. And a lot of it, you know, the, it could be the torn ACL injury. But I mean, it that's that's, you know, that's irrelevant at this point. Uh, Devin Bush. I mean, I I, I don't want to put him up there with Jarvis Jones and Artie Burns, but he's definitely uh, um, I would say he's top five bust uh, in the Pittsburgh Steelers recent draft picks. I, I agree. I think Devin Bush is done as a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's played like five snaps over the last two weeks. But I'm going to According to him, he'll you. still be playing in the NFL. Yeah, who knows? It doesn't seem like he cares, to be honest. He said earlier this offseason, if, if he wanted to be retained by the Steelers, he was asked that question, and he was like, whatever, I still want to be in the NFL. I'll still be in the NFL. I don't care, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go. This is going to be contentious, I feel like. I'm going to put Deontay Johnson on my list. I'm just going to yeah. do it. I know he had catches in the 80s. I know he showed a lot of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Perseverance maybe because he had a lot of criticism. And, you know, when you're a, a wide receiver, one on a team with a rookie quarterback, it's not easiest to put up huge stats. But zero touchdowns through 17 he games. Thought- on the one-yard line, it's like I tweeted the football gods didn't want him to get that touchdown, and he dropped two after that. I don't know how much of bad luck you can ultimately put into that. Zero touchdowns is zero touchdowns. He had the same amount of touchdowns as you, me, Sammy, and Ello. And at the end of the day, he's a number one receiver getting paid pretty well for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it's not just that, man. We could put a highlight film together of him dropping passes and going backwards still. I'm sure um, someone has already. It's. I'm not saying he isn't a good receiver. I'm not wow, saying he's, he's worth the he money. He makes some great pay. catches. He's he's a very very good receiver, but compared to once again what I think he can be, and you look at the overall body of work, zero touchdowns, went backwards, lost multiple first downs, multiple key drops in big situations. Disappointing. That's it. I would also say another uh, disappointment for me was Gunner. Um, because I, I, I just thought that he would be a special teams threat and he couldn't even, you know, catch the ball and he just, you know, I, I just, 
Fumbled I, I the game away against the Patriots. Could have got the Steelers in the playoffs if they won. Yeah, and of course, that's that's his former team. You think Bill Belichick maybe threw him some money for that? He might have. I don't think Gunner will be back next year. I think Steven Sims took his spot 100%. Yeah. Calvin Austin might be back. I think that that just goes uh, the most under-the-radar guys is Steven Sims. I think that Big time. Uh, you know, once the Claypool, like you, like you tweeted earlier, they traded Claypool and, you know, he kind of snuck in there as, you know, the third wide receiver, special teams guy. And, man, that dude is shifty and fun to watch. He kind of reminded me of Hank Poteet on special teams. Hank, big Hank. Shout out, Hank. Yeah, we got, we got to get him on the podcast. Hank autograph somewhere. So let's or, just – I think that – then and you can tell me uh, – we we have three other bullet points here, but I think we can save them for Thursday's show. I think yeah. that uh, we're, we're going to end it with the Super Bowl prediction. Um, like obviously, our beloved Steelers are not going to do it. Um, this year, but we'll be back as uh, the the uh, Terminator said. We'll be back. And um, Super Bowl prediction for me: the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC. I like the 49ers and Brock because I think that their defense is very good. I think that the Cowboys will be out in the first round. I tell all the cowgirl fans every day, and I think that the 49ers win the Super Bowl because of their defense. I like that a lot. I was thinking about betting on the 49ers this week because they're like plus 600 or plus 650. Yeah, do it now because Vegas will change it. Uh, yeah, I know. Times before. I, I I had was thinking that for a little bit. I keep going back and forth. It's about time for me to lock something in, but I know I still have a couple of days before Thursday. Before the season, I picked Buccaneers-Bills uh, as my Super Bowl matchup. That's not going to happen. I think the Bucks don't have what it takes this year, even though you can never count out Tom Brady. I still uh, think they're going to beat the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys there. That's one we can we can disagree on. I, I think. just don't. The, Dak's going to probably throw six interceptions. I think I the Cowboys have a great. They have a great defense, but and and I just don't think that you know every year they're like it's our year, and then it's like a first round exit, and I'm like you okay. the picks. And Tampa smacked them once already this year, but it was week one, and, and it's Brady in the playoffs. But it's Brady you know, play. never bet against them. I'm sticking with half of that prediction. I'm going Bills in the AFC. 49ers in the NFC, just like you. I think the NFC is honestly it's not weak. that great. Yeah, I, th- I think Minnesota is beatable. They're super overrated. The Eagles are good, but they've struggled down the stretch. We'll see uh, what Hurts can do. Yeah, and then I thought the Packers would be the biggest threat. Honestly, <laughs> I, I know. Not even in. So At least Bills get to the 49ers. AFC or the NFC championship game. So Aaron Rodgers can lose it like he always does. I, you know, it's sad that that, you know, the, it's crazy to think of the only Super Bowl that they have was against us and we should have won that game. And I know, no, we, we should have won that game. I, I remember my friend broke his yeah. TV. It, it was that's a very, your yeah. boy. Bill's oh, 49. Man. I'll give a winner on Thursday. All right, everybody. We thank you. This is another episode. Sick podcast, Steeler Crazy. I'm JY. Make sure you give us a follow. This is Michael Nicastro. And again, the season may be over, but we are just getting started. We're going to be talking with the top reporters, uh, former athletes, coaches, current players. You never know giveaways and more so just make sure we got a bunch of stuff planned for 2023 bring your friends subscribe it's free and we'll see you tuesdays and thursdays every week all year round it's steeler crazy let's do it sammy peace and that's a wrap hope you don't miss us too much until next time follow the sick podcast steelers crazy on youtube instagram 
Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.